Welcome to the Auburn UMC Clergy Conversations podcast. Each week, our pastors take an in-depth look at Scripture and preview their message for Sunday morning services. We're glad you joined us. For more information about Auburn UMC, please visit our website at aumc.net. Welcome to our conversations, and we are so glad that you have joined us during this Advent season. Uh, as a reading comes from Zephaniah, and uh, I'm Charles here with Corey and Kelly. Uh, as we look at this this text, this prophecy, and also a, a message of, of hope in the midst of, of chaos, um, mm-hmm. which uh, is truly a story of Christmas as well for yeah. us, I think. Do you have any friends from Fort Walton Beach named Zephaniah? No, I think somebody had a dog named Zachariah, but hmm. or Zach for short, but yeah. that's closest. Yeah, and you can't really shorten Zephaniah; it just no. doesn't sound right. Zep. Just, yeah, no. Zep. It doesn't. I'll read for us. Well, why don't you do that? So, <laughs> chapter three, verses mm-hmm. fourteen through twenty. Zephaniah is a minor prophet, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Sing aloud, O daughter Zion. Shout, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He has turned away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall fear disaster no more. On that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Do not fear, O Zion. Do not let your hands grow weak. The Lord your God is in your midst, a warrior who gives victory. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will renew you in his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. As on a day of festival, I will remove disaster from you so that you will not bear reproach for it. I will deal with all your oppressors at that time, and I will save the lame and gather the outcasts. I will change their shame into praise and renown in all the earth. At that time I will bring you home at the time when I gather you, for I will make you renowned and praised among all the peoples of the earth when I restore your fortunes before your eyes, says the Lord. So Zephaniah is a is an interesting book. As you said, it's a minor prophet, and really mm-hmm. what we mean by, by minor um, is just it's a short book, basically. Yeah. Um, not minor in, in importance. And Kind of the the first chapter, maybe a little bit more, is just this judgment against uh, the people of Judah, mm-hmm. um, the the Hebrew people that King Josiah um, was king, and he was trying to bring about some reforms, but they were so mm-hmm. entrenched in their own ways and worshiping other gods and doing things their own way, uh, which you know can't can't relate to want to it's do hard things to their imagine own way. People not wanting to change, yeah, entrenched, yeah, truly. And then the second chapter is really about judgment um, towards. Um, towards all the nations mm-hmm. and and this but then right at the the close of the book we have this hope we have this promise so what, yeah. what were some things kelly that maybe stuck out to you well i love this book as a whole the beautiful wonderful thing about all the minor prophets is that you can pretty much sit down and read them cover to cover depending on how fast you read in 10 minutes yeah mm-hmm. um so when you read the book of zephaniah you see this really beautiful development or evolution or whatever word you want to use from this really intense judgment for for all that people have done wrong and then you see it kind of blossom into this really beautiful promise 
from God. I love, uh, I'm reading from the CEB again this week, and verse 17 is a little different in my translation. It reads, the Lord your God is in your midst, a warrior bringing victory. He will create calm with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. And I am, um, I can't remember exactly how the NRSV worded it, but I love the, the just that line that he will create calm with his love. And I think, uh, that's kind of what I'm clinging to today is the lines in the grocery store and the department stores and the big box stores and the rush of Christmas has kind yeah. of settled in. Mm-hmm. He will ren- and mine is re- renew. renew. So renew and both both are needed, aren't they, mm-hmm. in, in, in our lives today. Um, we're, we're all living busy lives. I know everybody that might be watching or listening, wherever you are, Life has been spending a lot about spending a lot of plates these days. There's been a lot to do, a lot of things going on. And um, I was telling our staff this morning, I drove through the drive-thru coming to, to <laughs> worship today at our work. And we work we worship once a month together. And so we were we were we were on our I was on my way. I went through the drive-thru line at our McDonald's just to get me one of those nice McDonald's cups of coffee. Every now and then you just need a charge, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I went through the drive-thru line, or I'm in the drive-thru line, and they have those two drive-thru lines that kind of merge. You know, they take two orders, and you're always worried, am I going to be behind that person or before that person? And, you know, it was a mm-hmm. dance. I finally got to the to the drive-thru, and there's one mm-hmm. lady, and she's just making it all happen, you know. I, and I'm amazed that one person can take everybody's order. And, and I said, well, good morning. How are you? She said, um, I'm running two lanes and taking up money. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just like I am spinning every plate around here. I mean, she was doing everything but fixing our breakfast that morning. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was she was doing it all. And so mm-hmm. I think about how people are like that at Advent. We are running two lanes and taking up money or... Mm-hmm. We're we're busy dropping off the kids, or we're um, trying to finish that project, or we're thinking about what's going to happen in two weeks, or we're mm-hmm. thinking about what happened last week. There's just a lot of things happening in the world and in our own personal lives, and I think people come to these moments and go, "Where is where do I find renewal and calmness?" Yeah. And mm-hmm. and I, you know, in in Zephaniah's day, they were truly struggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. When I was kind of thinking about this, and like you say, that that struggle, and then um, just these last um, seven or so verses that just hold so much hope and peace and calm, as you say, and um, and I love verse nineteen in the Common English mm-hmm. Version where God says, "Watch what I'm about to do." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we have, as you'd say, God in in our midst, God in our presence. Watch what I'm about to do. Uh, but again, the setup like for all this is like you said. There was just so much chaos, so so many, um, oh yeah, uh, just fighting, disagreement, all these different things. Um, everybody trying to do it on their own. And I, I yeah. kind of thought about um, when I was growing up, and um, as me, you know, I have a sister two years older than me. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, when we were little, being two years older, that like she could she could beat me up. Um, and then we got in this stage where, Should've like, it was never. pretty close, uh-huh. you know. Oh, yeah. And we got in this stage where we were pretty close, and we would, you know, go back and forth. And then, of course, there was a time when I could, uh, you know, I could try out all my wrestling moves on her. And you would never. Oh, no. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I could take her easy at that point. But in that middle time, um, sometimes what my, my dad would do, um, and we'd be fighting, he would just 
put us in in a bedroom and just say y'all just fight it out and close the door and, <laughs> and you know at first we'd be you know like all right yeah but that lasted like maybe 10 seconds and then you know without an audience without it was just kind of like <laughs> why are we doing this and so then we had to call out dad uh-huh. <laughs> you know we're, we're tired of doing it on our own um and of course he would come in and i I don't know. I just I kind of had that the image of these people who were entrenched. These people were trying to do it on their own. All of a sudden, you know, in these last seven verses, you know, crying out to God and just saying, mm-hmm. you know, and being reminded that that God's right there. Yeah. Uh, even though um, we're trying to fight, trying to argue, you know, our own ways politically, socially, all these different ways, um, and and turning and and experiencing that. Um, that calm with with God's love, yeah. Uh, and so I don't know. I think in some ways we find Christmas like that—that that we're yeah. feel like we're running two lanes and taking up money and doing I all know. these other things. But yeah, when we find just get in a room and and realize what's important and and cry out to God, it's amazing the difference that yeah. takes place. And we'll, when we see what's you know what's really important. Yeah. Well, when I was growing up, my sister is six years older than me, so we didn't fight all too much. But when we did, my mom would always threaten, I'm going to make you sit on the couch and hug. (laughs) So totally, totally different sermon for a different day. Threatening you with love. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I love that. Just like in the simple act of all you have to do is cry out and we know that God is faithful. But one of the things I also really love about this book um, and really all the prophets kind of have this in common is that hope springs up out of this really unexpected place Mm -hmm. Uh, the people naughty they're naughty they are not on the nice list they are really misbehaving things are really bad everyone is uncomfortable and it's out of that situation that this beautiful promise um right from the mouth of god that i'm going to restore you i'm going to love you it's going to be calm things will be lovely Mm -hmm. uh i am with you and that's kind of where that unexpected hope bubbles up and i love that this is totally unexpected but if you read the first three and a half chapters of zephaniah (laughs) you don't see this coming through those yes if you can make it through because it's not the it's not something that it's not cheery this is not lambs and bunnies the hallmark channel would not put this on i'm just saying but it but it's 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 tough and it's bitter it talks about people who don't listen and and I'm gonna wipe out. I'm gonna start all over. It's like you know the parents upset or something. Mm-hmm. But then God just says, "Oh my goodness, rejoice! I love you, people. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna save you, folks, and I'm gonna do this in a way that you never even dreamed. I'm gonna reach out to the outcast and the lame mm-hmm. and change the message of shame." Um, I, I thought about um, this story. I think it's I heard it first from, from Roberta Bondi, and it's a, it's in this mother who moved to Rome and um, she was she was there and I think her husband was working as a diplomat or something and she had three children and she had to and she, and she wanted to go out and visit Rome and she said she would ride down the elevator and just as she got down to the bottom of the elevator one of the children would say I've got to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. so they have to get back on they'd go back up and take the stairs and then she'd get ready to go out and then another one say I forgot I gotta go so she, <laughs> she said she did this and she said she mm-hmm. never saw Rome but there was a moment while they were living there, she said, when she saw her children's um, fingerprint paintings and they were on the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And she said there was a moment they were all down for a nap and she said she just found herself thinking, 
that's the most beautiful work of art I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and as much as she was feeling like I'm overwhelmed and I can't manage and I can't do this, it was like a breaking through of, oh my gosh, I love these people. I love these mm-hmm. children and I deeply care for them. And it's almost like you get a sign of God's heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The heart that would say to shepherds on a hillside, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy for all people. A Savior's born. I've come to save you. I mean, it's that kind of breaking yeah, in. It is. Good news. And, and I love that because, I mean, two of you are much more cultural than I am. But what You're I found with... What are you talking about? Yeah, I have found that, you know, looking at a, a piece of art or whatever, knowing the artist makes all, all the difference. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. when we look at yeah. the creation... Um, when we look at, at other people and realize the creator, mm-hmm. um, that it just it makes a difference, you know. Yeah. And so, same with her children and seeing yeah, before. It, it's like the heart of God is right there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, when when we think about all that's happening in the life of our church, I know we've got a lot of busy folks, and um, um, we've got music happening this Sunday with the festival mm-hmm. uh, music mm-hmm. festival and. Um, and then we have Voctive coming the next week. We have lots of things in worship that are that are wonderful. And I pray that everybody's just taking some time for themselves yeah. mm-hmm. to allow that love of God that, you know, mm-hmm. looks at our fingerprint paintings at times and yeah. goes, Oh my goodness, I really love her and I love him and I care deeply about them. I mean, it's that kind of mm-hmm. mothering heart of God that is mm-hmm. here for us all that right. I think is just beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is. And that reminders you said that, that God is in our midst. Mm-hmm. Do we take the time to realize that and to to, to focus on that yeah. Um, yeah. in the midst of the busyness and craziness and all that goes on? Yeah. Well, I could not have said it any better myself. So can I pray for us? Absolutely. Loving God, you have a mothering heart that cares for us in a way that we could not even begin to imagine. So in this season of Advent, will you help us to see your heart everywhere we go? Um, in the unexpected, in the in the places that seem hopeless, help us to know that you are with us, bringing hope and peace and joy and love, those things that we strive for this season. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Clergy Conversations with Auburn United Methodist Church. Check back next week for our next episode. For more information about Auburn United Methodist Church, please visit our website at aumc.net.